Team Athletics Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Click that subscribe button and leave a comment. Anyways, I got my guy Q in here. I'm your host, Kyle Cognitori. How's it going, Q? Everything's well, man. Can't complain. That's what I like to hear, man. I'm glad everything's going. How's the work week? Things are good. Picking up. It's all gravy. It's getting there. Just need some more mashed potatoes. <laughs> well... What'd you think of them NBA finals, my man? I can't say it wasn't what I expected. Um, I mean, within the teams that were there, you know, the Heat, the Lakers, I think we all know the Lakers on a good night, any any given night, they're going to win. Seven-game series, they're going to win. I can't believe that Miami snuck out two games. I mean – I was happy they got one, like happy for Jimmy. I like Jimmy. Um, but, I mean, really, if you think about it with that team, that's like them winning the championship. Getting two games on LeBron, outplaying him in chess two nights, that's pretty incredible. That is huge. Um, I mean, huge shout-out to those guys for, for competing at a level that I'm sure none of us expected them to compete at. I didn't expect them to beat the books. You know, obviously, I didn't. I didn't even expect them to to win the round before that. So, they got some young talent that's playing phenomenal. You know, kudos to those guys. There's some dogs, man. I I I wanted them to win just because I like how hard they play. You know what I mean? Like I was a fan for that reason alone. Like I was just like, I want to see David take down Goliath. That would be awesome. But, I mean, LeBron proved to be a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, it's – when LeBron's on, he's on. It's like you can't really stop him. You can try to contain him, but you can't stop him. And if you do stop him, you won't stop him consistently. Like, the numbers are crazy. You know, he's still playing like he's in his mid-20s, still efficient. And now he has a, a great sidekick, Anthony oh Davis. My God. And they're saying so, Anthony Davis is planning to opt out to re-sign. Oh, for sure. I, I don't – I have no reason why that he wouldn't do anything differently. You think they'll get a third star? Um, Maybe not a third star, but probably a, a better contributor, you know, a third player that can come in, like, uh, similar to Kuzma, but actually be a starter and, you know, fill that role easily. You know, I – I feel bad for CP3 because I feel like he should have been a part of that team. But he wanted that Superman. I mean, the money was talking to him. I get it. I would have gone after the money too. But he might be a Charles Barkley. He might never see see a ring. And then he's got to sit there and look at J.R. Smith, who's got two. It's, it's, a, it's a tough world, man. Not everyone has the opportunity to get one. And, you know, sometimes the situations just don't pan out to the – you know, the way they're supposed to for certain players. You know, there's a lot of players who had tremendous career with no rings. You know, it's all about uh, the opportunity that's presented. Man, so where do you feel like this supplant uh, LeBron James in the GOAT conversation? 
I mean, at some point, statistically, he's going to be there just because he's playing so so damn long. <laughs> like, it was year 17 for him, and, you know, he's, what, 35, going on 36 in December? Mm-hmm. I mean, half his life is in the NBA. Like, he's, he's going to. Oh, Q, we lost you. Q, come back. I feel like a biased opinion. Come back. You, you, we lost you right when you said he was 35 going on 36. So he was 35 going on 36, and, I mean, he's, he spent half his, his life in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you match up to that experience, that finesse? Over time, statistically, you can't. But greatest of all time, that's a very biased opinion. You know, I don't, I don't feel like LeBron is the greatest of all time just because I'm a huge Jordan fan. And I believe Jordan just did some things that LeBron can't do. You know, I have to agree. I'm a, I'm a big Jordan fan. Uh, but I am a big LeBron fan. I'm a big Kobe fan. I loved all three of them. I think they all, you know, earned their place. Um, you know, the Mamba, there is only one Mamba. Uh, there is only one King James. But definitely, to me, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. But then again, we also were old enough to enjoy Michael. Um, a lot of people are arguing about it and never really saw him play. And I just don't think I, – I don't think that anybody had that killer mentality, and the closest thing to that was Kobe. And when you really break it down, I feel like Jordan was the last one to ever play when the game was physical. And if he was in today's game, man, he'd probably average 80 points a game. He'd be at the line all day, every day. So, I, I mean, everybody's all loving James Harden. Imagine what Michael would do. Yeah, so it was definitely a different ball game back then. You know, uh, things were more more physical. You know, you could hand check, things like that. But uh, it's, it's just a different era. You know, we, we have to live with it. I'm sure people have seen players from the 70s through now. You know, it's it's entirely different ball being played out there. It's just the evolution, man. That is the evolution. So what are your thoughts on uh, the offseason then for the Miami Heat? I know there's a rumor going around that your boy Giannis might be in a Heat jersey with Jimmy Buckets next year, and I know you don't like to hear that. I don't see it. I don't believe it. So just I'm standing by those since I, I am from Wisconsin, and, you know, uh, I do like the Bucks since they're the hometown team, but I don't see Giannis leaving, man. He's going to build. We're gonna we're gonna find some pieces that can help him. Hopefully, he gets that jump shot together, and we're gonna continue to move forward. Hopefully, no no more upsets by uh, lower seeded teams than us. How how many years does he gotta sit through his prime years waiting on Milwaukee to put people around him? As long as it takes. A true fan would say that. A true fan would say that. Yeah, brick by brick. Well, some of the other ones, um, a, a big, big one that I think is going under the radar right now is the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're going to be right back at it. Clay's been running around. Um, knee seems to be all right. And they got that, I think it's a little over $17 million trade exception. They're going to be adding another star to go with Curry and Draymond and, and Clay. Who do you think is a possibility there? I mean, I highly doubt they're going to take James Wiseman 
or whoever falls to them at their pick. It'll actually be very interesting. I, I am intrigued to see who they select in the NBA draft. Um, it, I feel like whichever way they go, you know, they're still going to have a solid player with a high ceiling that understands a game that's going to only get better over time. So it's like they can go James Wiseman and fit him into their offense. They can go with a guard as in uh, Anthony Edwards, you know, find a, a role for him. You know, and it's interesting that Wiggins is there too. We forget about him. He's He is in Golden State. I actually forgot about that. You know, the thing that kind of trips me out is they're uh, – they're, I guess biggest priorities besides finding another star is going after Dwight Howard. And I, I mean, that makes me think they're not even interested in Wiseman at all. And when you put that in and you have Wiggins, which is notoriously a bad contract, they say in the NBA, as much as a good player as I think he is, I don't know if he's worth what he's being paid, but everybody says it's, it's damn near immovable. But what if he, they took that and their trade exception, they went after uh, a Chris Paul, which in a weird way, he probably would fit in pretty darn good there. That would be very unique of a situation if that were ever to happen. It's tough for me to see that happening just because I know Curry, you know, every every good point guard can be ball dominant. You know, you, you can be ball dominant to score or, you know, be ball dominant to distribute. So, you know, Rondo, he's not really ball dominant, but he knows how to make the right play when he does have the ball because he's a great point guard. Chris Paul and, and Curry on the same team, I don't know if that, that would be able to happen. But they have role players around them that fits well. So anything's a possibility in the NBA nowadays. But I don't see that happening. I just don't think they could find another star that's even close to the same category as Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Who who else is willing to move a player? Then you're going to start talking about the Victor Aladipos. You're going to start talking about the Buddy Heels. And I don't know if that would be that great of a scenario for the Warriors or the star that they're looking for. Yeah, I think they're good with what, what they have. Obviously, anything they add in the offseason is going to – going to also help them in the long run especially for the second unit but they're going to they're going to make some noise this year there's some speculation that Giannis could be going that way too Allen Iverson put that out in the universe i wish the listeners could see the face i'm making towards you right now cuz you keep <laughs> talking about Giannis going somewhere Giannis is going nowhere <laughs> god damn it <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk any more about any other NBA stuff, or do you want to switch to football? Uh, we can go into the football, man. The NBA season has, you know, has ended. You know, it was fun. I, I am grateful for them, you know, resuming the season and entering the bubble. It gave us some entertainment when we needed it. And, you know, it's time to move on to football for a couple more months. What are your thoughts, then, on uh, the big – Big, big news that just happened. Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs. I think it's huge for the Chiefs. I mean, I think it's huge for him also. Obviously, he was in an organization that wasn't helping him 
really fulfill the the potential that he has as a player. You know, we all knew what he could do in Pittsburgh. He did well. He earned a contract somewhere where not really a competitor in the AFC. You know, it didn't work out, but now he's with the Super Bowl champs, which is crazy. Just to implement him into that equation, you know, Bell can ball. And I think he'll really show he that he can with the Chiefs. Mahomes is going to make him look great. He's going to help Mahomes look even more great than he already is. I think when it broke down for how many carries, because I think he only played 15 or 17 games for the Jets, I think it broke down to over $100,000 per carry. Sign That's me up insane. for that gig. That's insane. Um, does this mean Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not going to be getting much tick or do you think it's going to be a split? I mean, Clyde has not found a goal line touchdown this year. I don't know. I mean, my guess is that's going to be handed down to, to Le'Veon right off the bat. So that'll actually be interesting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, you know, Le'Veon obviously jumps in as number one. Or if they like what they're doing with Clyde and they let Le'Veon, you know, work him way, his way in to the second row, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But I'm sure they're going to split carries and, you know, get some some equal equal touches over there. But we'll see. Either way, the rich keep getting richer. The Chiefs <laughs> do not need any more firepower in that offense. And that is obviously just gut-wrenching for everybody else in the AFC. They're spoiled. Super spoiled. That's like the all Madden team that you cheated and turned off trades. They're spoiled. Computer, man, that is, I can't even believe it. I want to buy Madden just so I could run it just with that offense one time. <laughs> you got a system. Go ahead. No, nah, I haven't touched, I haven't touched that stuff in years. Um, so my Vikes, another tough loss. Um, they had it in the bag, gave it away to Dangerous. Um, DK Metcalf, very good ball player. Um, of course, after they they beat us, we were just talking about Madden, Russ becomes in the 99 club, of course, right after they stamped the Vikes again. I don't know, man. I, I was really in that uh, tank for Trevor boat. I don't know. I don't see the season getting much better for us. It seems like we're kind of putting things together, but I don't know, man. I, I don't want to have a, a minuscule um, 500 team or 7-9 and nine team. I'd rather just be a top 12 pick for sure and get hopefully a life-changing player in, in those spots. Well, we can only hope for the best. You know, we, you know, we see what's happening, and I mean, if it continues to happen, then you might be forced to have a player like that, you know, come change the organization. But, you know, we'll we'll see how the rest of the schedule looks. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any of your favorite picks this week? So uh, I was looking at the lines. I really like Tennessee. Minus three and a half versus the Houston Texans. Okay. I just, don't, I just don't think the Texans are there on the same page altogether. And Tennessee's rolling right now. 
They just uh, destroyed the Bills, I believe, a couple nights ago. And they're looking, yeah, they're looking like a, a playoff contender already, of course. Without practicing and for two weeks. That and I, I can't fail to mention that Derrick Henry is a beast. Why did he throw Josh Norman to the ground like a toddler? To show him who daddy is. <laughs> man, that's that's one guy you probably shouldn't tackle high. Oh, man, he trucked him. He, he's an internet sensation now, though. Everybody knows Josh Norman. Yeah. For all the wrong reasons. Well, it's the way it goes sometimes. But, yeah, minus three and a half Tennessee Titans, especially Real- at home. At home, at home. Yes, definitely. Real question. If uh, Derrick Henry is running at you full speed, what do you do? You're going for legs. I'm, I'm that's like, what, that's what you do. You're going for the, the bottom half. That's what you're going for. You're not going to go where he's strongest. No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, all right, let him have this one. I'm out. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. Look into the... The eyes of the guy while he's about to stiff arm you to the ground, to the turf. You, you remember Friday when uh, when Debo gets asked about the bike and he's like, no, nah, it's both our bike, but we'll keep it at my house. Yeah. And then he, and then he drops the dude and then the dad comes out and he's you want some too? No. That's what I'd say to Derrick Henry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you aren't wrong, man. I'm sure a lot of people would say no to Derrick Henry. So what else? After after the, the Titans game, you got them over the Texans. Um, we're looking at the Lions also. I think Eagles, Ravens, over 47.5 points. Okay. I think uh, both those teams are very capable of putting up points, and they will. Eagles might be uh... – they might be really back at it. Uh, Alishon Jeffrey might be playing. Deshaun Jackson might be playing. I know they've been practicing this week. Um, I, I definitely think they could go over for sure. Yeah. The, so, uh, sticking oh, with those. Sticking with those for today, and uh, it will even toss in a third one on the road. Minus one, Green Bay Packers, for, at at Buccaneers. Over TB twelve. Over TB12. Oh, man. You better hope the GOAT didn't hear you. Discount double check. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line on that one? One. One point. One. Yep. Really? So, I'm going to ride I'm gonna ride the Packers on that one. And Devontae is probably back that, that game, I'm guessing. I know he was held out this past week, but I think he's been a full participant every day this week. Yeah, he's, I believe he's good for this week. You know, a game that I think is extremely intriguing, which it could go either way. I mean, I'd probably go with the Steelers because I think they're they're finally rolling. Um, but the Steelers-Browns game, this is going to be the first game they've played since Miles Garrett went crazy on Mason Sanchez. Or what, what was his last name? It's not Sanchez. Uh, what is that kid's name? Rudolph. Rudolph, Yes. Yeah, too bad Rudolph isn't playing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't want to meet again. <laughs> I don't think so either. I bet he's still concussed. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty brutal shot. 
but I'm excited to see that. I mean, those guys, I know Kareem Hunt came out saying this, this game's dedicated to Miles and we all got his back. So I think the Browns are going to be coming in ready to go. Uh, hopefully OBJ doesn't have COVID like people are thinking he does have. Um, because I definitely think they would need OBJ for a chance to beat the Steelers. Certainly. Uh, I think so as well. I mean, he's, he's playing some pretty solid football. Uh, we'll see how they continue. Gonna, Kevin Stefanski is going to have to pull out all of his tricks in his bag. Um, well, yeah, man, uh, I, I know the Patriots and the Broncos, it's going to be Cam Newton back. Supposedly Drew Locke's going to be playing again. Um, then you got Joe Burrow and the Bengals against the Colts. The Colts, I don't know what's going on with them. Phillip Rivers, he's – I don't even know if he's really the problem, but they aren't turning, you know, field goals into touchdowns, which isn't good because you kind of need to score more points than the other team. But that's probably a win right there anyways. The Bengals aren't really there offensively. Their O-line's pretty tough. The Lions versus the Jags, toss-up. Both mediocre teams. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. The Lions, they, they really – they compete, you know, they might not, you know, win every game, but every game that I see them in, it's, it's a pretty close one. Part um, of me thinks, oh, go ahead, Q, my bad. No, I was just going to say, I'm going to lean with uh, the Lions on this one on the road. You know, another team that I think is going to finally get a win is going to be the Giants over Washington. That might be true. Uh, I was actually looking at that line as well, and the total score was over under 43. I, th I thought that was too low for two football teams. Might be. I don't know. But I, I got a feeling. Washington's not that great. I just got a feeling. Then my Vikes versus the Falcons. They had that little scare this morning. They had the uh, – Everybody thought that the Falcons team had COVID. Turned out it was an assistant coach who has it. So they thought the game was going to be canceled. Now the game's back on. If my Vikes don't beat the Falcons, it's this is going to be a really, 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 really long year. It already has been long. So I see they're favored by four points at home versus the Falcons. Is this the time to, to ride the Vikes? I wouldn't trust anything. With the Vikes. I wouldn't put any money on the Vikes. Four, minus four, so that's, you know, a good touchdown. Atlanta's, what, 0-4? I think they're 0-5. 0-5? Yeah. I think it's them, I'm, Giants, Jets, and is there a fourth team that's 0-5? I'm going to keep my, my bets on the team that I, I originally picked. I won't touch that Vikings game. <laughs> then the Bears and the Panthers. The Panthers are kind of rolling, but the Bears are rolling too. It's been ugly wins, but they've been winning. Then there's the Jets and the Dolphins. The Dolphins have got to smack the Jets. The Rams and the Niners. Niners are still kind of hurt, but it is at home. I don't like that game at all. Chiefs better dust the Bills. Uh, the Cardinals... I don't think Andy Dalton's beating the Cardinals. Shout out Dak. Hopefully he has a, a, a very quick uh, recovery. Very sad, sad ordeal. And even more of a bummer that Jerry Jones never paid him because he deserved to get paid. Yeah, I agree. You know, especially being a Cowboys fan, that, that was a 
a really gruesome injury to watch, especially being, you know, the franchise quarterback for us. You know, he was really showing why he was worth every penny he was asking for. And it's, it's just unfortunate for a, a guy of that character to have to go through something like that. Yeah, man, I hope, you know, I selfishly as a player, you want guys to give teams deals. But when it comes to that, you want everybody, when it really comes down to it, you want every guy to get as much money as he can when he can get money because that window is so short. Uh, I think his injury is very similar to Gordon Hayward, so I think it's something that he's going to come back from pretty easily. Um, but, again, very sad, and I wish he would have had that guaranteed money already. Um, he's had a rough year, man, his mom and his brother and, and now this. So prayers yeah. for Dak. Um, I don't know if you got anything else you want to run through, or, or should we just put it out, Q? Uh, that's about it, and uh, we covered everything, and, you know, on to the next week of sports. All right, thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you.